Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 16th of August, 2013, and this is episode 38. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. So, this week, for uh, for the benefit of Silver Screen Queens, I watched Star Wars with my wife. You lucky man. <sighs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> you, you, you know, as well as all of our listeners, that I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Um, but you, but, right, because we we all know you don't like quality, right? <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't know that Star Wars is quality. However, uh, so K- Katie, Katie, uh, who is our housemate and also the other host of Silver Screen Queens, um, other than my wife, that is, uh, is a big fan of Star Wars. Probably as big, if not bigger, than you. And I don't mean in size. I mean just mean in in general fandomness. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I figured what you meant first off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm going to say you're wrong. I, well, okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so they watched it for for their episode, and for those of you who are into Star Wars, you might want to listen to it. So we'll put the episode uh, link in the show notes. But like, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. I, I think I think as a general rule, you know. There, there, there are problems with, it. but but let's not get into that because that's not a, really a topic for today. Why don't we instead of instead of talking about it this week? Um, episode seven is coming up in the somewhat not too distant future. I think maybe two thousand fifteen, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'll I'll see what the internet tells me because the inter- internet knows all. The internet says two thousand fifteen. Yes, so a little ways away. So why don't we, for that, I mean, it's a little while away, uh, uh, but I think that we can probably organize to have a bit of a Star Wars special at some point in the in the future, uh, whether it be in 2015, which is a really long time away, thinking about it, or yeah. maybe maybe a bit later on this year. I mean, we did Star Trek already. We did a, we did a whole thing with Star Trek and, and music and everything. And, and I think you have to admit that, that watching every episode of the original series of Star Trek was a lot more painful than watching every episode of Star Wars will be. So the question is, are we going to watch every episode of the first three, or are we going to watch the whole six? Uh, well, yeah, I feel like if we're going to do a whole show, we might as well get get all of the above, you know? Right. So all of all six, then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can I can commit to that, I guess. Is it is it permittable that I sleep through some of them? Uh, as long as they're the prequels. I see. And I as see. long as you're as long as you're awake for the pot racing. Okay. So is there a way that you suggest watching them so that they uh, are better to like so that they're better? Uh, can can you improve the Star Wars experience? Well, you, you could by just forgetting that there were the, the last three movies. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, well, okay. Well, I would say if you've already seen them all. Yes. There's no there's no point trying to, you know, arrange it in such a way that, you know, you get the best, uh, you know, non-spoilery, you know, effect until the end because you, you already know what's going to happen. You might as well just watch them as they came out. Well, that's that's fair. So, yeah. wait, so I have to watch the first, the, the original three and then the and then the, se- the prequels? Yeah. So that way you're angry for what when we do the podcast. <laughs> I see. I think I'll probably be angry after watching six episodes of Star Wars anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I think if you if you watch the first three and then watch the the well, if you watch episodes four to six and then one to three, you'll appreciate four to six even more. Right. Look, you know, I, I think that both you and I will agree that you know that it's it's uh there there are many things that are wrong with it with the prequels. So I probably will be slightly more angry than usual after watching the prequels <laughs> last. Uh, especially if I have to live through uh, Jaja Binks. Jaja Binks? Yeah. Yes. You're also allowed to sleep through any scene that has him. Right. Good. Good. Micro naps. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not future. 
maybe not every scene, but just all his lines, you can just fall asleep for and then wake up to hear what everyone else says. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, well, you know, it's funny that, um, it's funny that we're talking about Star Wars. Like, you know, you know, we, we don't ever play in these conversations. Uh, because someone on YouTube, as, as you do on YouTube, released a video, uh, or a set of videos called What If Star Wars Episode One and the latest one is What If Star Wars Episode Two were, were good. What and if so any of the Star Wars movies were good? But continue, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll try and not make snarky comments. Well, we'll strike that from the record. Okay. I'll edit uh, it out. It'll, it, it'll, it'll be gone in post. Yeah. Or, or will it? <laughs> um, so this guy takes for, for episode one, it's 12 minutes and episode two is like 15, 16 minutes. Um, and he just sits there and says, okay, you know, it's one of those things, tons of ways you can improve, improve. It's just as you could with any movie, really, as you could go, you know, you can nitpick little things, but he goes, no, 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 what, what like almost big changes could you make that make the movies from, you know, barely bearable to actually good movies? Uh, and one of his, I guess his main point is is to make it make the trilogy not about Anakin, but right. to make it but to make it about Obi Wan. Okay. Which which first off I think is a good idea because you and McGregor is probably you know the only one who's there for the whole tril- trilogy who's actually a decent actor. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Like, right? Ev- yeah. Everyone everyone else is is either if they're good they're only in like half a scene. Yeah. You know, like yeah yeah Liam Neeson was is good, but he's he's dead he's dead by the end of the first one and even then he's not really like a big you know he's not in like every scene for that it's it's still very much anakin's story but see um i I would argue that that is probably in the spirit of the original movies or at least the original movie because really the only good actor in in the in the original movie which is a new hope or now known as a new hope Katie would kill me if she knew I was calling it that. Um, she prefers the original title, which is just Star Wars. Um, but the only person who's actually a good actor in that is is Alec Guinness, who plays Obi Wan. Which well, is, I, 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 want, I want to point out, Harrison Ford is also pretty good. He he has he has his moments, but there are there are quite a few points at which he's a, a bit cardboardy. Mm. Well, actually, I, you know who is a really good actor in the original series? Who? Peter Mayhew. Chewbacca, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All he does is go, or whatever the noise is. I can't make it. Neither can I, which is why I wasn't trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm not I'm not scared of making a fool of myself on on uh, on air. Well see I am, so I'm not going to. <laughs> right. Well um anyway. Yeah. But so yeah, so so these these videos, um, and it's one of the, yeah, yeah, again, it's one of those things that, you know, it's not, it's not just like that, that's, you know, make it about Obi-Wan, done, I'm out of here. But like he goes over and says, okay, well, if you, if you make that change, this is, this is the ripple effect it has through the rest of the movie. And then when he gets into the, and does the episode two one, it, it's all based on his, again, from the ripples from the first movie. Right. So the idea here is that it would have to go all the way back to script and be rescripted. Yes. Yeah. I think his premise, and he says it in the beginning, is what? What if he was? What if he wasn't an exec at at Fox when when George Lucas came in and said, "I'm here. I go. I've got episode one." Yeah. And he and he would go, "Oh, while you're here, let me let me make some rewrites for you." You know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, how about we put those links in the show notes, uh, as well as the uh, the review from Silver Screen Queens for the for the original Star Wars movie, uh, which is actually from the ninety seven re release. I think it's ninety seven. Yes. With yeah, that with, was with, the, with with added you know CGI yeah, stuff. That was the twentieth anniversary. Uh, you can tell the difference apparently because uh, Greedo shoots first. Yes, which is why I don't like watching. Any of the re-releases, yeah, but you know, it's it's really really difficult to get your hands on on the original original movie, isn't it? I have them. Do you on DVD? Oh, th- so there you, was, we don't. Th- but um, there was a point uh, a couple years back where they released uh, a copy that you so disc one had the I guess the ninety seven version. Yep, and then in the special features of disc two was it was the original theatrical release. Sneaky, but what they what they don't do is is they haven't cleaned it up at all. 
Right, so it's not so, like remastered or anything yeah, like so that. Yeah, so they actually they make it intentional. Like you, it's actually difficult to watch because it's in like the quality is just so poor yeah. compared to the other one. So like it's kind of like, hey, here you go, but you're not going to enjoy it, you know? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, that kind of really isn't the same thing, is it? Yeah. Mm, mm. Anyway, so we'll put those links in the show notes. We'll put links to the to the Silver Screen Queens episode in the show notes, and uh, anybody who is interested in Star Wars might might want to check those out. Yeah. yeah. And we should probably get started actually talking about actual topics other than Star Wars. I guess we, I guess. I guess we, could, we should save that for the Star Wars show. We can, we can, and I, I you know, I, like I said, I've got a lot of feelings about Star Wars, and uh, if we dedicate an entire show to it, we can probably, uh, you know, explore those. Explore your feels. Yeah, explore my feels. Yes. Uh, so, speaking of movies that aren't Star Wars. Um, <laughs> okay. But, Lovely so, segue, by the way. Why, thank you. I, I didn't really have anywhere to go with it. Uh, we, we've obviously talked about Guardians of the Galaxy quite a bit, um, so we won't spend too much time on it. However... It's the movie that we're looking forward to that we don't know anything about. That's exactly right. Well, we do know a tiny bit more about it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you remember that there was the rumor going around that Vin Diesel might be playing a Marvel character. Right, yes. Well, it turns out he'll be doing a voice in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, interesting. He will be Groot. The, That's the big tree guy, right? Exactly right. Right. Um, and and from, what, from what Vin Diesel's been saying about this, essentially, is that Marvel really wanted him to do something, but he was just too busy to do... I guess, a live action role. Yep. And so they were just kind of like, you know, where can we put him? Not not to say necessarily that he'll be a bad choice, but just that it wasn't like they, it wasn't like he was the first, you know, they said Groot, Vin Diesel, you know. Right. It, yeah. was, it was like Vin Diesel, Groot. All right. You know. Yeah. So they kind of chose a character based on, based on his time. And I mean, that's, I think that's a fair thing because, uh, I mean, you know, actors, actors do, are busy and if if they really want a you know a particular actor in a, in a franchise then uh then you know doing doing you know a, a, a choosing a role just to you know to plop them into i mean it's better than it's better than you know if they tried to make it so that he was cameoed in some other particular role or something like that like at least yeah. he's a he, at least he's a, he's a full-fledged character and um I mean, I don't know. If you if you don't like Vin Diesel, then I guess you, it's probably not a good thing that he was uh, he's a full fledged character. Um, but I'm I, I'd rather him be somebody full fledged than for them to try and sneak you know something in there so that he has uh, has a particular role that they can expand on in the future. That would right. just be that would be kind of silly. I mean, unless it was uh, unless they did it in a way that was um, like how we saw at the end of Iron Man, we saw Nick Fury. Um, Right, that kind of made made sense, and it was like a very small cameo. Um, but at the same time, you know, he was already signed on to do further movies. Uh, yeah, and uh, and so, given that Vin Diesel's uh, schedule is probably not going to be uh, easing up anytime soon, this is this is probably a good role. Why not? Yeah, and who knows? Maybe there'll be Guardians of the Galaxy two, the Grootening. And you know it'll be his, uh, <laughs> you know it'll it'll be it'll be his baby at that point. Oh look, I think he's pretty excited about it. You can you can kind of tell that that Vin Diesel is excited about it. He he can't stop uh, talking about it or dropping dropping hints and stuff like that. He's been doing it for for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, and so I mean I I think that's probably uh that's probably as good uh as good a sign as any that he's going to do well in this role because. I mean, if he's ex- if he's enthusiastic about it, then that he's going to bring everything that he's got to the character, which is which is really all you can ask for, right? Yeah. I mean, other than being a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you're you're asking a bit too much there, Jelly. So, in other kind of Disney movies, you probably have heard. I know that I know that uh, Ruby is a bit of a, a Disney file. What are you a Disney file as well? Um. Do you, no. do you like do you like dressing up as a Disney princess? Is is probably a better question. <laughs> Only when I'm alone, Jelly. Okay, good. The things that and, you and, do when you're and really, really, it's, it's just Jasmine. It, it's not all princesses. Oh, Jasmine, you got a bit of a thing for Jasmine, do you? <laughs> who, who doesn't? 
<laughs> See, I would have thought that maybe Ariel, Redhead. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. That was that was just that was a too ob- too much too much of an obvious connection. Right. You know, yeah. I, okay. I, I guess. Th- well, obvious a wild for us. Card. Obvious for me, but not not necessarily obvious for any of our listeners who don't know that uh, Ruby Ruby is a redhead. Right. Yeah. Um, but but to answer your question, no, I guess not really. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not anti or anything like that. But probably saying Disney file is much much too strong a word for me. Right. It, uh, yeah, obviously, it's, 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 it's probably 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 pretty strong for me as well. Um, I wouldn't really classify myself as a Disney file, although Mel has gotten uh, is is more into Disney now that we've been to Disneyland than she ever was before <laughs> that. So Disneyland will do it to you if anything's going to do it to you. Disneyland is going to turn you into Disney a Disney file. Well, you got to remember, I, I grew up in Florida. Yeah, that's so true. D- Disney Disney was always you know. At most, was, a couple hours away, may, if not next door. <laughs> okay, so maybe, uh, maybe you have been over, over. Uh, what's the word? Overexposed. That's the one. Over, you've been overexposed to Disney, and so therefore you just kind of eh, Disney, I guess. <laughs> I've built up an immunity. <laughs> Indeed. So anyway, uh, they recently had their D twenty three expo. I think it was last week. Um, if I remember correctly, so that that that's D twenty three is basically their their Comic Con. In fact, you you could probably take it even further and say that it is Comic Con, but very specifically about Disney related stuff. Right. Um, now I have to pause you. I have to pause and ask you a question. Yeah. What is the tw- is the twenty three stand for their twenty third year of doing it? I don't or- think so. Okay, I, I was just curious. It's always called D twenty three, but I'm going to look it up now because. I'm curious. Named in honor of the year 1923 when Walt left Kansas City, headed for Hollywood, and founded what would become the Disney Studios. Okay. So, D23. I guess is as good a reason as any. <laughs> yeah, why not? Anyway, so D23, uh, they 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 save a little bit of stuff uh, just specifically for D23 to, to kind of announce. And... Uh, I mean, for instance, you've you've never really gone to a like news about Pixar it never really comes out of out of Comic Con because they very rarely uh, announce any sort of. St- I mean, they very rarely announce any of the things that they're doing. But even more so, uh, they're not they don't even really make an appearance at Comic Con. I guess right. because not really the the audience for it. I suppose. Um, whereas Marvel, you know, Marvel do every year. They or the last couple of years have. They've announced the movies and stuff that they're they're planning on doing. Um, but this year, Pixar uh, at D23 have announced a few things about some of the upcoming movies, which is kind of exciting. Uh, because I think it was a little while ago that they they announced that uh, that they're going to be taking on a bit more of a kind of a bit more of a um, schedule. I mean generally speaking we've been we've been able to expect roughly one pixar movie a year right yeah so recently they announced that they were going to start doing i think a new movie every every year and then sequels every a couple of sequels or something like that i can't remember the exact information and i'm uh, i don't want to kind of really make up numbers um for that, but it you know they 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 said that they were going to start doing more and more movies essentially, okay. uh, and they're going to do start doing more and more new stuff, which is kind of awesome because the last new the last new movie that we've had was Brave, which was last year, and then before that, I don't even know. Like, um, I should I should probably pull up a list of of movies because that might that might help. <laughs> well, only a little bit. Of course, their li- their list of movies on IMDb uh, consists of not just their uh, their big you know feature films, but also all the short films that they do, um, which there is a lot of. <laughs> well, let's watch lot. their the wiki page for list of Pixar film Pixar films. Monsters University is actually the most recent one. Yeah, but that's not a new film. That's a um, that's a that's oh, a, sequel, that's a yeah. like a sequel or a prequel yeah. in this particular instance. Um, and most of their small films are also been like short films have also been, uh, 
have been like prequels or like or sequels. Yeah, that's and, true. And and in fact, from the looks of it, the 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 most recent movie that I can see, other than Brave, uh, that they've done that's that's a that's a completely new original film was Up, which was in two thousand and nine. So since two thousand and nine, we've had two original movies from Pixar. Um. Which is kind of sad because I mean that's what they that's what they've really they've really done a really good job uh, of of creating new worlds and you know and and kind of doing things that we don't normally see in movies. Yeah, but I think that being said, if if you like, I'm looking at the list here. If you stop at 2009, yeah, it sounds bad. But if you say since you know 2001, they've started what like six or seven. Movies that were e- that are either the first of uh, something or standalone movies, which right. I think makes it I think makes it sound a lot better. Like, yeah, it, it's sad that the last couple ones have been, but actually not even that. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Out of the four most recent movies, three of them are parts of a series. So yeah, I guess that's that. Yeah. But it, at the same time, if you you know you go back five or six years and you know they release six movies that are all standalones but you know they're just obviously they're going to pick the good ones and go all right how can we get more money out of this yeah anyway part of their part of their new uh new thing has has us receiving not one but two uh new original movies uh between now and 2015 okay so by the time that we get to uh by the time that we get to star wars episode seven which is supposedly going to be coming out early 2000... No, wait, hang on. doesn't have an actual date yet. just has 2015. Um, around the same time as probably Star Wars then, uh, because the, the, most, uh, the, the 2015 one is, a, is about June, and I would say that Star Wars is probably uh, a summer blockbuster, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that. <laughs> So, all right. So, let's say around the same time as, uh, by the time that, Ju- that Star Wars comes out, we'll have had at least we'll have had two uh, brand new Pixar movies. Um, one of them is called The Good Dinosaur, and the other one is called Inside Out. And we and uh, what we've what we've gotten from uh, from D twenty three is a little bit of information about what these movies are going to be about, which is kind of cool because we've never had this. I don't think we've ever had this much information about a Pixar movie, uh, this far in advance of when they were going to be released, which is kind of, uh, kind of exciting, I guess, because it means that we can kind of get all, you know, hyped up about the whole thing (laughs) and hopefully not be disappointed. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that, um, but I mean, here's the thing about Pixar movies, right? I mean, can you really, uh, can you really name a Pixar movie that was was really really bad? No, probably not. I mean, most people give Cars a hard time, but I wouldn't call that movie bad. I'd call it maybe less good than the others. Le- yeah, like they're not even they're not even meh. Which you know, as we talked about last week, I think um, is kind of the worst possible thing for a movie to be. Yeah. Um, they're not even that. Like they're, they're, it's better than that. They're, they're actually, it's actually pretty good. It's just not, you know, amazing or up to the standard of some of the other Pixar films that have come out. Um, so I have, I have good feelings about how how these movies are going to go, which mm. is, um, which is kind of, which is kind of nice. But anyway, so first movie that's going to be coming out is one called The Good Dinosaur. It's about it's it's kind of a, a, a an alternate universe, I guess, uh, where dinosaurs never went extinct, and what happened? What would happen if uh, they were left to continue on their you know on their path? And what would happen? You know, I guess uh, with that. So there is a dinosaur that is uh, called. Arlo, uh, that's voiced by Lucas Neff from Raising Hope. He's the he he's the guy that plays Jimmy in Raising Hope, uh, and uh, and his family as well. Um, he's the, the father is going to be voiced by John Lithgow. Uh, the the mother is going to be Frances McDormand, uh, and his siblings will be Bill Hader, Judy Greer, and Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, so some some decent actors in, in the bunch. Yeah, right. 
Um, and uh, and so you know, it's 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 a lighter like it's supposed to be light and kid friendly, which is you know, I mean, most Pixar movies kind of are. And there's not really a whole lot more information about it than the, other than you know who's who's been cast in it, uh, because you know it's it's still it's still a while off. But obviously they you know obviously they're working on it already, and uh, and we'll hope hopefully we'll find out a little bit more as we kind of get closer to it. The other movie that we're finding going to find that we have a little bit of information on is uh, is Inside Out, which is the one for that's going to be coming out in 2015 around the time of Star Wars. And <laughs> uh, I really like the idea of this movie. the The whole idea is that it actually takes place inside of a character's mind. Okay. So there's uh, it's the, it's a focused around an 11 year old girl uh, whose name is Riley and hasn't been cast yet. Um, and she moves. She has. She has to move. She's moved to San Francisco. Like her family moves to San Francisco, uh, and that kind of turns her life upside down a little bit. But most of the movie actually takes place in her in her mind, and so all of her various emotions that she, you know that we all have things like anger, fear, and sadness. Uh, they're being played by like they're actual. They're 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 being um, personified. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say anthropomorphized, um, but personified is probably an easier word to say. Yeah. <laughs> Anger is being played by Lewis Black. Uh, disgust is being played by Mindy Kaling. Uh, fear is being pa- played by Bill Hader. Joy is being played by Amy Poehler. And sadness is being played by Phyllis Smith. Okay. Um, so that's a few of the ca- the, the characters that are kind of going to be appearing uh, in in the movie. Um, the the idea is that you know it's there's uh, different areas of the mind are all kind of uh, different kind of worlds within within one world. I, I kind of the 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 kind of the best way that I can think of to explain it is you know how you have uh, you you know the film. Um, um, Wreck It Ralph, where yeah. there's the you know the games arcade, and then inside that each game kind of is its own little self-contained world of of sorts. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of like that, I guess. Um, you know, and there's so there's a land for imagination and one for abstract thought, and a world for you know creating dreams and stuff like that, uh, which is kind of cool. Both like both of these movies kind of sound really 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 fun and really interesting and I'm kind of I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they what they um what they do with them. Yeah, and we'll we'll find out more I guess as <clears throat> as time goes on. Uh since yeah. we have like 2 years for this one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, obviously this one is is still being is is still being uh worked on and um we'll we'll, we'll find out a bit more about it as it kind of as it kind of comes up. I mean, there is one thing that you can pretty much take for take for granted, and that's that John Ratzenberger is going to be in both of them. <laughs> because he always is. Yes, he always is. Actually, the other movie that's coming out from from Pixar is um, is Finding Dory, which is the sequel to Finding or p- prequel or something to Finding Nemo, which I never saw. Really? Yeah, I just, I never got around to it. We can't talk about Finding Dory until you watch, at least watch Finding Nemo. Jeez. I think I think I've seen bits of it because I think at one point Ruby I think watched it on her laptop next to me while I was doing something else. So I've, I've at least I've I've at least heard the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's talk less about movies and more about video games. Video games. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the that's the music. Is it? Yeah, that's it, the music it, it, didn't, it didn't really sound like music. <laughs> Oh come on! There was there was a little bit of stuff to it. There was like it's video a- games, <laughs> video the, games. The, the Bill and Ted guitar riff. Yeah, maybe you can do the guitar riff and I'll do the sound, the yeah. the, 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 the voice. <laughs> ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Ready? Video <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think we need to record a bunch of these and use these right. whenever we do like segments. Yeah. Okay. We keep saying that we're going to do that, and it never happens. Anyway, tell us about video games. Yes, as we've mentioned, again, many times before, uh, Microsoft is reversing a lot of policies on the Xbox. Um, uh, but to to it, our benefit, 
Right. So he can't get too upset. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Did we mention that they were including a? a they started. To, they decided to include a mic with all the new uh, Xbox Ones. I don't know if we mentioned that. Well, I I figured that that was pretty much included with the Connect, right? No. Well, I, in the sense that you, the Connect can be used as a microphone, yeah. But there wasn't like a headset. Okay. People got which I really didn't care about because again, you have the Connect, you can just use that. But yeah, I mean, obviously, a actual headset is is a bit more useful. To you know, like it blocks that ambient noise and yeah. like I, I know now okay. using using the one that we have, sometimes you you pick up noise from the TV and it kind of gets caught in a loop for that for mm. the poor person on the other end. But so that they they reverse track and said, okay, now we are going to include headsets and everything, and you know, yeah, fair enough. Don't really care too much, but <laughs> I don't they... think I've ever used a headset with with my Xbox. Like if I want to, if I want to put, if I want to have. Uh, Actually, I have recently while playing while I was playing Tomb Raider because I I played the new Tomb Raider recently, um, and it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. How many jellies out of ten? It's up there. I will tell you that it is up okay. there. Like I reckon, probably maybe an eight. Oh, but good. um, so I, it's, it's a large like amount of it jellies. It was it you know it's it uh, the the best way for me to kind of uh tell you how i feel about particular video games if i want to go back and play it it's a good video game like if i can fit if i really really want to do it as opposed to doing anything else that's when it's a good video game and i get that with like assassin's creed pretty much does that for me like i will sit down and i'll I'll play it all at once because that's you know that's how i play it yeah and uh tomb raider the new tomb raider had that feeling for me on the other hand uh saints row three I started playing it, got about halfway through, and I've never gone back. <laughs> so that's that's kind of how I. That's if you know it's a you know that I really like a game if I you know, if I go back and really want to play it. Um, and you know I, I've I've even I have even, and we know that I'm not this sort of person. I have even gone back after I finished the storyline, and started like trying to hundred percent it. Uh, that's how nice. good a game it is. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. Anyway, not the point. Um, what was the point? Microphone. Right. Headset. Headsets. So, um, because I've been playing it kind of while, you know, during weekdays and stuff and playing it fairly late at night, um, I've taken to ha- uh, basically plugging in my headphones. In fact, the ones that I'm wearing right now, uh, into, the, into our sound system and using those to get the, to get the sound. I probably right. have, if, if the Xbox has come with, come with a, headset that i've completely forgotten about it's probably i probably have it because it's in the drawer well they're not a headset in that sense i, I right like I, I don't think you can get like the actual audio from the game it's it's more for it's like chat right okay well that's that's pointless then so let's uh so i don't care about it <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's useful if you're playing a multiplayer game and you just want to quickly you know put, you know put it and say you guys suck and then you know turn off <laughs> Yep, which um, is you know pretty much the pretty much the how how it goes when you play online games. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, you should know because I'm sure you get told that all the time. Yeah, I I do suck. I do suck <laughs> a lot. I'm a terrible 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 person to have on your team when you're playing video games. I die a lot. <laughs> but you're you're the cannon fodder. You just you let your team know where the enemy is. Well, it's exactly like that actually. Because when you if you if you uh, when I used to play games with Kieran. Uh, which he doesn't really get mentioned on this pod- podcast a-, a lot, um, which is kind of sad, really, because he's a character. I tell you what, uh, <laughs> that's not really even a good way to describe him. <laughs> but anyway, he's a big video game player, uh, and um, when I when I lived with him for a while, I, we we would play video games, uh, lots of um, Tom Clancy and stuff like that, right. and the. The difference between our distinct styles is is very obvious because uh, while he's sneaking around with the sniper rifle, I am just running in, guns blazing, take out everybody, shooting your pistols into the air, yeah, dropping (laughs) grenades everywhere, (laughs) and then like that that lasts for like maybe two seconds before I get and I'm dead. And I'm like, Karen, I'm dead. You have to come and find me, and you know, and and respawn me, or whatever you have to do. You know, heal me, or or whatever. 
He's like, oh, and mutters a bit and eventually just gives up and comes and finds me. <laughs> um, I'm a terrible person to play games with because I will just hold you back. <laughs> but that's okay because mostly I don't play online games. I mostly just play the single player stuff or, you know, socially, I guess. Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying before. It was something about headsets right. uh, and Xbox. I'll, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll rewind my mind. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Jelly and Bean. <laughs> <laughs> too far, too far. We need to fast forward uh, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I was, just, I was trying to think of what we say at the end, but I'm, I'm blanking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I know where we're at, so that's good. Um, good. One of the things they've they've announced um, recently, uh, when they when they first announced the Xbox One, I think one of the things we both liked was that the whole sharing a digital library with friends and family. Um, they didn't announce that, which I kind of, you're, you know, late to this game. They, they took that away when they t- took away the always online capabilities. Um, what right. they have announced is that if one person on the Xbox, so, okay. So say, say you, for instance, uh, you know, say you have an account, say Mel has an account and me and say Katie creates account as well. Normally, if you all want to play, you know, online games at various points, you'll all have to have a gold subscription, which is, you know, 50, 60 bucks a year. Right. The way it works now is what you do is you, you, you choose which Xbox is your home Xbox. So, you'd, you know, you'd go, okay, the one at your house is your, your main one. Yep. Anyone who's on that box gets to share your gold status. Okay, that's kind of cool. So, for instance, if it's 50 bucks, you pay 50 bucks, they can all play whenever they want. You don't have to be signed on for them to use it or anything like that. Yep. Um, which I think is a great feature. I, I, and I'm sure there's there's probably downsides for other people, but for, like, me and Ruby, like, that's great. Because, like, we generally, we only play here anyway, and that saves yeah. us 50 bucks a year, and we both get to share. And then they, they also said, if you have gold and you go to a friend's place, and, you know, you, you bring your account with you, as long as you're signed in, they can share all your features as well. Right. So when so let's say you come to my place and we decide to have, you know, a bit of a, a game session. Right. Uh, which Actually, we've done before. Yeah. And uh and so you sign into my Xbox One, assuming that I actually do buy one. Yeah. Uh and then we can play with a gold subscription. That's exactly right. As long as assuming I have one. Or you have one. As long as one of us has it, we'll be good. I'm assuming. See, I'm assuming that you have one because I know that you play. You, you play a lot more games than I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as as previously mentioned, I really only play either socially, like you know, with people actually in the same room as me, or you know, you know, some of the single player games that I really enjoy, yeah. as opposed to you know online. Yeah. Well, yes, I do play online. So yeah, I do have a gold subscription. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, that's that was that was the point. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a neat, um, it's not like, you know, game changing, but I think it's a nice feature and, you know, it it makes spending yeah. the money a bit easier knowing that, well, it's knowing you have to spend money at all to play on, you know, play online games. At least it's not every single person in the household has to spend that same amount of money. <clears throat> right. And I mean, I, I, I think that it's, uh, I, I think that it's fine to play, you know, to have to spend money to play online games. Um, because it's not like you're paying to you know, do something on your own, your own Xbox. You actually like there's servers and stuff that are actually doing a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, and so you, you're basically you're, you're essentially paying for that. Um, so while it's not really worth it for me to be paying that sort of money, it is worth it for somebody who is playing games online a lot, like like you you do. Um, that being said, I'm not a big fan of some of the other stuff that they're rolling into the into the gold stuff that could probably like probably should just be a straight up uh, a straight up feature of the Xbox One. Um, like Skype, I, if I if I remember correctly, yeah, Skype, um, yeah. and some of the other some of the other kind of features that have been uh, have been fairly heavily promoted as being X, like as you know as being Xbox One things um, are only going to be available if you have a gold subscription. Yeah, I, I think um, so. Like Skype was one of them, and also the game DVR, uh, and actually yeah. maybe, maybe even the cable. I think they like, entire, like 
watching TV and 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 even getting like the um the TV guide thing that they that they showed off at the at the launch um all of that is also uh being reserved for people with gold subscriptions which is yeah. which is kind of weird because i mean let's be honest if you know all of the all of those sorts of things you can probably do without an xbox so uh you know why why re- why restrict them really i mean it it really annoys me that lots of things that you try to do on the xbox require a uh require a, a gold subscription because it's just like it lots of apps and stuff like that require it and it's just it just reduces the amount of things that i'm going to use my xbox for well you know i sure okay i can't i can't do x features so i'm just going to use something else and if yeah it's a bit weird also for things like skype like you i don't understand why you would need to pay for gold to use that right because you just just bring out your laptop and use it the same way you know yeah Unless, or you could use one of the other, you know, various methods of getting Skype on your television. Like uh, there are, I think some of the some of the you know smart TVs have Skype built into them, um, if I remember correctly. Um, and there, there are you know there are other there are other methods as well. You know, using using some of the media center type things that are available, Windows Media Center, or or just an HDMI cable to a laptop. Yeah. There are many ways of getting it onto the, uh, getting Skype onto the television set, and so why why would they bother charging for it? Just it just seems really weird. Um, I don't know. I I'm still very, uh, I'm still very undecided as to whether I am even going even going to get one of these Xbox ones because I'm, it it just doesn't really. I mean, I probably will give in and buy a console. <laughs> And but really, the only thing that's keeping me from buying a PlayStation, uh, a PS4 at this point, as opposed to an Xbox One, is the fact that I don't want to give in and let Kieran win, because <laughs> he keeps he keeps he's a bit of a PlayStation uh, lover, I guess, PlayStation aficionado, <laughs> and he he's trying to convince me that I should buy a PlayStation instead of an of an Xbox. Well, I think at the same time you like, and the same reason why like. As, unless it was like some huge difference between the two, why well, I'm gonna stick with the Xbox just because I'm already kind of invested in the um, the ecosystem. You, you know, yeah, what I mean, like I mean, that, even, even while the, the games aren't gonna move or anything like that, like I'm I'm just used to it by the, at this point. I mean, that's but that's fine for you. Like you have like the the Xbox Live Gold thing going, right? You have you know you you, you like playing games online with your friends and stuff. Um, I literally only get on there when there's a new game that I'm interested in playing that comes out, and most of those come out on most of the games that come out that I'm interested in playing come out on all of the platforms. Right. So it really doesn't matter. Um, I don't really play online games. I don't really do a lot, a lot of uh, you know. I mean, social games are really doesn't really matter because it's either going to be everybody comes over and plays the Xbox or everybody comes over and or, and somebody brings over a PlayStation or something like that. So yeah. really, it it doesn't really matter a whole lot. Um, I don't know. Like, there is nothing holding me to Xbox. I could just move, and really, like all the all the flip flopping that that Microsoft has done over the course of the Xbox One's time in out in public, I guess, um, since the announcement, has just kind of put me off the whole thing rather significantly. Um, because I mean, they ha- yes, they have been like like a lot of the backtracking that they've been doing has been for the good of the ecosystem um but at the same time it's not like it's not really been a great experience just you know watching all this stuff come out whereas PlayStation on the other hand whether or not it's good they've just come out and they've stuck with it and they've you know they've just d- decided what they were going to do and they they just didn't they haven't budged also also the other day I think this is what really kind of annoyed me the most. Um, Xbox has started doing uh, Xbox has started doing like um, security stuff. Um, so you know, like um, two phase sign in or something. Where a yeah, uh, uh, two phase authentication? Yes, that's the one. Um, where where like you in order to sign in and you you get like a, a message or you have to enter your code and stuff like that. And you've had to like you've had to set up your. Uh, 
you, like your, your mobile phone and a, an alternative email and stuff like that. Yeah, that that came up the other day when I was sitting down to watch something, uh, to to do something with the with the Xbox, and then uh, and then more recently it came up again because I hadn't gone away to the website and done something and then come back to it. Um, because it hadn't told me, and that really kind of annoyed me a, a lot. Uh, I started, you know, yelling at the television because stupid Microsoft. You're trying to keep you secure. How dare they? How that? How dare they do it in such a way that is uh, is cumbersome? Is more. I think the uh, it is more the problem. I think I'm looking forward to when Apple release uh, a game game console, or when the Apple turned the. Uh, turn the apple tv into a game console then i can i can do away with the xbox forever <laughs> and then it'll, 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 it'll only be like triple the price of other game consoles uh and apple will but be it's... the only one allowed to make games for it <laughs> that's not true if they the, the, if they do it if they do open up the uh the apple tv as a games console it'll essentially be like the oya the the o o u y a that you know the the little android uh games console that got released yeah. fairly recently um it'll be more like that than a rate like a full scale thing um but uh it, it if the the hope is that they will open it up for for uh for people to write their own apps for it and that's what people are going to do people are going to write games for it i guarantee it when yeah. when and if they do open it up um oh i think Oh, just just while we're on that topic, I think that's probably a less likely just because I think that market's get, getting more and more saturated of the the whole Android slash you know m- mobile style app home consoles. Yeah, there, there's quite a few of those that are already come out, and most people don't buy anything for them. They just <laughs> I think they they just put on like emulators, right? Which is well, which is what what you would do, you know? I mean, if, if you know if you have a you know sixty inch full hd 3d tv you're gonna play you're gonna play pokemon red on it yeah well here's the thing you probably could have said that about the same time as apple brought out the ipod um and probably brought say the same thing about the same about the phone market about the same time that they brought out the iphone um because at both instances this the market was pretty saturated um but what they did was they brought out something that was completely new and completely unheard of and it, it like the 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 original iPod was a piece of crap, uh, like it was t- it was pretty bad. Um, it had a it had it had a literal hard drive in it, right? And so yeah. you know it was it was it was uh kind of funky to use. It worked, but it what? Oh, it worked. Word, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as in as in the noise, not in like you know, word, word to you. Yeah, W H, not W O. <laughs> yes. But you know, it it was it was no good, like really. But given the you know the the limitations of what the other stuff that was on the market, it was amazing and huge, and that's why it changed you know changed the market at the way that it did. And it's it's a fairly similar story, really, to when the you know Apple brought out the iPhone because most phones were like you know things with like tiny little uh, you know tiny little screens. I don't think there was a bigger screen, say like two or three you know two or three inches, and then. Um, but but you know what it did kill that I that I never had the chance to experience <clears throat> the the Matrix style phones where you just like press the side and they like slide oh, yeah. down. Yeah, yeah that, I remember those. Those are the phones that I when, when I when I saw the Matrix, I was like I want a phone like that. And then by the time I was old enough and you know had money to afford things like phones, everything was touchscreens. I was like, man, yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, get, I'm I don't get my mid nineties cool. Really. <laughs> I'm not I'm not against it really. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, <clears throat> I do miss the, the Nokia N gauge though. Do you remember the Nokia N gauge? That name. was the Nokia phone that was basically that where they tried to make it a games console as well. Ah, uh, okay. And it was like it was kind of like a really really awful Game Boy <laughs> that like that I think over the course of its lifetime I think it maybe had like three or four games made for it. <laughs> it was it was pretty useless. You know what else is useless? What is all the rest of our topics? That's true. Because we've run out of time. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I'm going to go with that anyway. Okay. 
Guys, if you are interested in reading about any of the things that we've talked about today, uh, some of the some of the Star Wars stuff that we talked about at the top of the show, uh, you can uh, you know all the Vin Diesel stuff or you know the Xbox stuff or the Pixar stuff. You can jump onto our website, uh, jellyandbean.co forward slash thirty eight. And you can read about it all there. Well, I mean, you won't read about it there, but we have links. And then you, you, you go and you read about it elsewhere, I guess. Why not? If you would like to get in touch with us, you can do that as well. Uh, we really like it when people get in touch with us. I like getting emails. What can I say? As long as they're not, good, not, not like bad ones. Like, you know, you owe us millions of dollars. Oh, crap. That's no good. <laughs> Well, if, if you'd stop, you know, gambling and get yourself in trouble with the mob, it wouldn't be these problems. <laughs> yeah, it's prob- probably true. You can you can do that as well. We have an email uh, email form on our website, jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. You go there, you fill out the little form, and it just sends us an email, and it's, uh, it's really quick and easy. Um, the other thing that you could do, if you, if, you, if you really like the show, if you love the show, if you really like Bean, if you have like a mad crush on Bean for some reason, I mean, he's a good-looking guy, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I don't know. He's taken, all right? What you can do uh, to, <laughs> to kind of you know let those feelings out is you can jump onto iTunes and give us an iTunes rating. Uh, so all you need to do is go to jellyandbean.co forward slash iTunes, and that takes you to our iTunes uh, page on the iTunes store, and you can type up a little review, talk about how much you love Bean, and, uh, and or possibly me, I guess. <laughs> the, the review will be, Bean's really cool. I guess Jelly's all right. <laughs> Five stars. Also, there's the he also he talks to some dude that just won't shut up. <laughs> yep, that's how the that's how your reviews can go. We've basically written it for you. All you have to do is just jump on there and do that. Uh, you can also talk to us individually. Bean is Brandroid Attack B R A N D R O I D A T A C K on Twitter, and I am at Jelly Bean Soup. That's it. That's all that we have for you today. Well, it's not all we have for you today, but that's all we can fit in today. And uh, otherwise, uh, we will be back next week to talk about more things, uh, you know, in your ears and, and or into your hearts. We will see you next week. Bye. It's over.